I had such a great time with Tony last week. I invited him back on, and uh, yeah, we we just jump right back into it. Uh, we talk about well our podcasting woes, and <laughs> that's short. Don't worry, it's short. It's only a couple minutes. You'll get through it. You can fast forward if you don't want to listen to it. It's fine. Um, and then uh, jump right into uh, kids' injuries and how much we care for our children, uh, and uh, we actually, and actually, how much we care for our parents, and and the, uh, and we actually end up talking about COVID a little bit. And there's a little surprise in the in the middle of this. Uh, if you feel like sticking around, <laughs> some some, uh, some door hammering, uh, you'll hear. Uh, all right, folks, let me know what you think. Brendan at dadsww.com. Thanks for listening. Uh, enjoy the show. Dads Worldwide. The first word in family management, family budgeting, insurance, bills, food, vacations, research and development, homework, emails, phone calls. Last week, we tried to do an oil change and ended up with a new car. Security. Doors are locked, windows shut, house alarm is set, fingerless gloves, dads worldwide, loyal listeners, possibly you. Welcome to another episode of Dads Worldwide. I'm Brendan. We will make you laugh. We might make you cry. We most definitely somehow, someway will make you a better parent. And back with us once again, the man, the myth, the legend. The quadruple distilled, non-shell filtered, 15-time revolutionary wrestling podcast champion that you can find on TikTok at Tony the Rod. Tony fucking G, if you could find me on the Dog and Chicken Show, Hazard Analysis, and all of the denizens, Big Buck and Empire, Linktree slash Big Buck. And how are you doing, sir? Thank you for having me back. And I'm so glad to be here. Woof. Love it. Uh, I'm doing well. <laughs> thank you, man. Uh, we, It's been a whirlwind this evening of uh, back and forth. So Yeah. Uh, it has. It's all it good. Has. It's all good. I've I've had Zoom meeting after Zoom meeting, and then <laughs> um, and then to this, and uh, uh, I'm currently trying to uh, get my LLC paperwork in and all that fun stuff. Uh, oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh. <laughs> I'm like jumbling that and um, <laughs> you know family and work and all that stuff. So. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, and, but tonight and trying to podcast and then trying and to podcast. That's that seems to be going so well for everybody. Well, Everyone involved. Ev- well, I don't know about everybody, but like us, I guess it's yeah. going pretty well. <laughs> yeah, it's gone pretty well. Actually, the last yeah. couple of weeks for us, it's been great. <laughs> yeah, it's going great. It's been great. I don't know. I don't know why people act like it's so fucking hard. Like, <laughs> like divine interventions like preventing people from podcasting not, not to name any names or anything. <laughs> wow this is, this is really passive aggressive right now oh it's insanely passive aggressive <laughs> like but actually this ain't even scratch i could be way worse than that no, yeah no, yeah no, no it's uh, it's all good uh, it happens what are you gonna do Te- technical difficulties and uh but- all that yeah, stuff. those of you listening are probably familiar with Brendan's sidebar project, the Audacity of Freedom, and it's been a it's been a hot minute since you guys have gotten to record over there, you and Chicken. It's been tough for me. I've I haven't really yeah. got my my political uh, uh, anger out. So, <laughs> so and uh, but it's it's fine. We're good. Uh, Man, when you finally do get to let loose, oh, it's gonna be a great episode. Like it's just gonna like. <laughs> It's going to be like Randy Marsh in the South Park episode when he finally gets some internet and he can jerk off and he's just <laughs> this is like all toe. over the place. That's going to be you sitting in the basement, just finally that release. Oh, uh, thank you. Just, oh, you're going to see the light. It's going to be heavenly. I'm, I'm excited for you when you finally do get that release. Yeah, uh, and I think we mentioned this last time we spoke, like the dog and chicken show is going through some transitional pains, growing pains, trying to schedules and all that and tonight it was internet problems from chicken's motel room yeah just for whatever reason uh, those you who listen to dads worldwide or the dog and chicken show you probably know we use Dreamyard and literally only website that chicken's computer would not allow him to access was Streamyard. yeah so he's like i'm either gonna get in the hot tub or go back to the bar i guess i don't know what to do with my night now That's a tough decision, really. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah. If you could take a drink into the hot tub, then kill two birds with one stone. 
Uh, where was that? Oh, Killington Ski Mountain uh, in Vermont. Uh, yeah, it's a, the one place I've ever been where you can like sit in the hot tub, turn around and go, yeah, I'll take another one. There was literally a bartender oh. right there, and I. So it. W- w- this is a really funny story, actually. So just with with a bunch of friends, we're we are just like sitting there, and then this dude walks in with a bow tie, <laughs> and I'm like, "That's always a good." And he's just standing there, right? <laughs> and I'm just like, "I'm like, um, what what's going on here?" And they're like, you getting oh. in with your bow tie? Yeah, I was like, he's like, do you need anything? And I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, do you, what are you giving out? Like, you know, like, <laughs> like what is happening here? Like, what I, you I, need? Yeah, what, what is happening here? And uh, and then finally, one of my friends is like, oh no, he's the bartender. And I'm like, I'm excuse me, a bartender next to a like like literally. I don't know if you could imagine how absurd this was, but it's like, um. It's it's this tiny room with two hot tubs and literally a guy in a corner, <laughs> with oh like no room whatsoever, and he's got a oh. bunch of and he's got just a, a few things for booze. Like it wasn't a bunch <laughs> of stuff. It was like a couple a couple options for beer and then like a couple of mixed drinks. Like it wasn't he didn't have room for like a full shelf. You know what I mean? It was yeah, just yeah. it was like so, <laughs> it was so ridiculous, so ridiculous. But it was the one time I've ever been to a place where you could order a drink from the hot tub like literally from oh, the amazing. hot tub yeah it was it really was i would be ordering like margaritas and yeah. <laughs> frozen daiquiris be like oh, oh. i can sit here for hours now i'm cooling my insides while warming my outside <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. so dangerous i think they i think they probably limit the drinks that you have like oh you have to because yeah. you sit in the hot tub and just get absolutely <laughs> just blast when you get out of the hot tub you're not walking cold air you know, you, yeah. you are face planted like <laughs> nine times out of ten. It's happened to me. Oh, oh, but it's it's amazing until you get out. Yeah, then you're all wrinkly and sick. <laughs> sick and, <laughs> and yeah, it's, it's not a great time. Not a good evening. I can that. beat a worse job than that though. We went to uh, Kansas City several years ago. There's a place in Kansas City called Power and Lights District. And it's just like a big, kind of like gated in, surrounded by parking garages. But you pay an admission after a certain point in the night to get in. And it's like just a strip mall of bars and two level, two story levels of bars. And you can walk around. It's kind of like being inside Vegas, but you're just inside a strip mall of bars. You know, you can walk around with your drink, go from bar to bar with your drink. And there's a bar there called, I think it was the PBR bar. It's got a big mechanical bowl in the middle of it. And it's big. It's yeah. on the second floor. And it's always packed. Like this whole place, all the bars are packed. Yeah. And we go in there. We're in there for a while watching some drunk chick fall off the bowl. And I'm like, I got to take a piss. So I walk in the bathroom and it is packed. There's probably eight stalls and at least a dozen urinals. And all of them are packed. And there's a line, and there's no room for a line, <laughs> and there's piss everywhere, all over the floor. <laughs> and what I don't think I've ever seen before that or since, there's a bathroom attendant here, an actual bathroom attendant, like you would find in a upscale hotel, right? Wow. Like, oh, would you like a hand sanitizer or a breath mint? Like, this poor bastard is just sitting in the corner on a wooden stool it's so busy he couldn't help anybody if they (laughs) wanted him to mind you nobody in there wants anything from the bathroom attendant and this poor guy the look on this dude's face i've seen homeless people happier than this fucking guy abject abject horror (laughs) oh it's just like this guy like is hating life through and through because you know when this guy leaves and walks out to whatever vehicle he's getting in, he has to reek of urine oh my so God. bad because the the pugnant smell in this bathroom is so awful. And he's sitting in there for hours watching more drunk people come in and out, piss all over the floor. <laughs> like, I can't imagine this guy's life. I felt so bad. I felt so fucking bad. Can you imagine this kid's first day? <laughs> 
so sir, you're gonna sit in that stool sir you're uh -huh. not sir you're not even peeing in a urinal sir can you <laughs> sir sir oh god oh yeah he just pissed uh, on my shoe how, yeah how do you sell that job to anybody oh my god i mean this is pre-covid like holy shit how do you get anybody i oh man that must pay well it can't pay I mean, how do you do any bathroom attendant job? Like, I, I think the only time I've ever well, seen I a bathroom. I can understand, like, an upscale motel, but Well, I've seen, I've seen, like, at, where was it? Maybe a strip club? I could see that. Yeah. I don't know. They're but... mostly there just to make sure you don't bring one of the strippers in there or and or do blow in the bathroom. Yeah. Or to do blow with you I, it depends which <laughs> yeah it depends on which club you're at i was trying to remember it like i've been to a couple places that and like i've never once thought man i could really use a bathroom attendant right now yeah i really wish i had a breath mint from a guy that's been hanging out in the air all day <laughs> who's like it's like urinal who's like who's like way overly friendly and you're yeah. like like all right dude if i give you a dollar will you leave me alone <laughs> yeah no shit <laughs> Oh, I felt so bad. Oh, <laughs> um, man. That's awesome. That's, yeah, well, no, that's I, I awesome. That's, that's, that's awesome. awesome for everybody else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I I don't think I brought this up the other day when we recorded. Did I mention, like, injuries to children at all in the last episode? Did we get into that oh, at all? Oh, Jesus. No. Like, I no, we did, we did not. Like, we did not. I thought I was going to bring that up. <clears throat> so my oldest is going to be eight in September, and we have not had like any er visits or broken bones or anything until uh, like a week and a half two weeks ago oh, i was gonna say you so, better knock on some wood you just like curse yourself uh, wholeheartedly. Yeah, we, we had a great <laughs> run we had a really good you run. really did yeah yeah i that that's pretty good I, it's for the shit that my kids do yeah and I, I i thought for sure by now we'd be freaking flyers but no we uh <laughs> we had uh we had our first broken bone uh oh, no the other day uh just one of the twins was walking along they've got like railroad ties uh around the playground equipment at daycare and they're all just walking along you know like they're walking the balance beam yep the daily thing not nothing big no who gives a shit this is what they do they're kids and he just missteps and like lands awkwardly i don't even know if he landed on the railroad tire just on the dirt but yep they're like um pretty sure it's broke because he usually toughens up pretty bad and or he he's dramatic for about two minutes yeah and then it's fine because he wasn't it. hurt to begin with yeah <laughs> but he's sitting there mean mugging trying to act tough but you can tell he's in pain they're like yeah i'm pretty sure something's fuck hopefully it's just a fracture not a no no it's broken so yeah we finally got to have a cast in the in the g house where he's got signatures all over it now he's pretty bummed out because he's missing out on swimming for the rest oh, of the summer yeah that sucks yeah bad time like yeah it sucks because we, we just went out to we talked about this the other day about going out to her brother's house for fourth of july and he's got this really nice pond he dug out and he's got a bridge all the kids can jump off of it a rope that they can swing off and fall in the water and yeah, he just had to sit and kick his feet in the water. I'm like, oh, feel so bad, poor little guy. They sell waterproof casts, but they they st they tend to stink after a little while. Yeah, we looked it up, and yeah, I'm like, ah, oh, I don't know how bad I want to test it like this yeah. early in. Yeah, like maybe like the last week. Yeah, <laughs> the last week. Let's throw that thing on. We'll head up to the pool, test that bad boy out. But yeah, like, first week. Mm, no, I don't know yeah. if I want to play with fire. <laughs> that be bad. falling off him. Yeah, no, the uh, no, I think they they do it at the doctor's office. They'll do a waterproof one there. Well, see, that's the best part because she tells me tonight. Oh, another kid went into the clinic where she took him, where yeah. she works, and one of the guys is like, oh yeah, we're getting the waterproof stuff underneath to go underneath the cast. So that yeah. she's like, thanks, thanks for telling thanks. me. <laughs> Just missed out on that sweet yeah. deal. Thanks a lot. Yeah, Yay. I know because both my sons broke their arm so, so yeah, um, I was gonna, that's what i wanted to ask you like yeah. how, what 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 injuries have you had and oh, like, how did you get to deal with them well so which one which bone did he break is it elbow no it's like the forearm oh it's 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 he's got like his whole hand 
like you can barely see his fingertips oh and my his god sticking out oh damn but it stops way before the elbow like it's most of his forearm but before yeah. the elbow oh wow yeah yeah no uh, so both my sons broke their elbow uh mm. there's like a there's like a it, it, same. So yeah, the ninety degree frozen in time arm. Yes. Oh, it yeah, sucks. Yeah. yeah uh, so uh, same arm, uh, same side, right? Same arm, oh, no same shit. same bone. Yeah, I was like, oh, we're definitely getting a visit. Uh, oh. Yeah, we're definitely getting a visit. And neither one of them. So uh, my son Maxwell did the Superman off of a three foot slide because um, <laughs> oh, his his brother told him not to do it. So in order to stop him, he grabbed his ankles. <laughs> Right, so I mean that's the, that's what you do. That's what you do. Well, yeah, of yeah, course. of course. What else would course. you do? Uh, and then, oh man, I browbeat him for that one. I was so mad. <laughs> I was so mad. I I definitely overreacted. He felt bad, but he but he's just always he's always trying to be the boss, and it drives me crazy. Right. So um, uh, let's see. And oh, and then Jackson, <laughs> this is the most ridiculous thing. Like like your son was just walking on railroad ties, like mm-hmm. you know, balance beam, probably like what two three inches off the ground you know yeah. tops yeah nothing jackson was spinning around with his arms out you know like a helicopter like just <laughs> right and like he just like fell like that was it like he just fell oh god and yeah and my wife Not fell. even off of something no just like he just fell on the ground Did and, you, like body land on the elbow I, yeah i mean or i guess fell I, just right he just fell just right i mean like oh, maybe so maybe weird. maybe he fell right on the arm i don't know like we were i was busy talking with someone and um i would and we're helping my parents move. We're at their house. Oh, shit. Like so, like oh no, so he's, no, they he's feel terrible. Yeah, he's crying, and oh, my man. wife's like, you know, like toughen up, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. so because he's <laughs> he's always being dramatic, and then you know we go to we go to you know bath time for you know and I'm like, and she's like, yeah, his uh, elbow's quite large. Uh, we should probably go <laughs> get that taken care of. So, and then that that proceeded to be i i'm pretty sure i talked about this on uh an episode but it um the er visit from hell um I, it wasn't that bad but it just it seemed like completely inept and like you know you know so we just had an er visit with my other son um oh man i wasn't really planning on talking about this but um <laughs> but those were like the two major injuries mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so Maxwell started wrestling, can which be dangerous. is yeah, it can be dangerous. It's you know, it's a fun sport, and yeah, these kids can. See, I think you, I, I think I remember you talking about that on an episode. Was he like kind of into it, but like not sure about if he wanted to keep doing it? Yeah, I mean, he 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 really got into it. My other son Jack, he uh, okay. he was like, yeah, this is you know, uh, that girl just beat me up. I'm done. You're like, you yeah, know, okay, that's right, that's yeah. right. Uh, so. So Maxwell, after one uh, pretty rough session, uh, and it was super hot, and uh, they were running sprints, he started crying. And Max- <sighs> Maxwell's pretty tough. Like so, so coach is like, uh, "What's up, man? Like, you know, what's going on?" And he's like, "He he just is like holding his chest." So I'm like, oh, no. "I was like, well, that's nerve wracking, yeah. you know." Uh, so, um, so he said all right you know just take a break you know just 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 slow it down man and uh and, and so he told so they're running sprints you know across the mats oh yeah, the whole yeah. gym right so uh you know he he stops for one and then coach says go you know and then he jumps up and goes <laughs> like so naturally yeah yeah so um so i didn't think much of it because it was after a long practice and i was like ah you know I mean, they literally just live wrestled for a half hour or so. It was like, yeah, you know, he's probably just wore out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so fast forward about two weeks, uh, we go to practice. I'm literally talking to uh, one of the coaches. He's been at practice for maybe 10 minutes. They're, they're running around the mats and uh, – they do uh they do warm-up exercises like shooting uh oh, yeah, yeah. you know like handstands and stuff like that like they do all these cr- crazy exercises just uh that's pretty good yeah 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 and so um so all of a sudden he starts crying i'm like what the hell's going on i'm like like they just started warming up <laughs> like yeah, again he's he's holding his chest so um so 
we so um so i walk over there and i like put my hand on his chest and it, it feels like his heart's like it's just got like coming out of his chest i'm like oh, oh. My. i was like jesus man i'm like I was like, what's the matter? Is, is it hurt? And he's like, no, it doesn't hurt. I was like, oh, that's good. Like, it doesn't hurt. So he says it just feels weird. So I'm like, but he's crying. <laughs> like he's crying. So I think I did a little dad overreacting, and I, I brought him to the emergency room. And, of course, by then his you know, heart rate is normal, and uh, you know they can't do anything. So we're kind of just waiting on a, um, a cardio thing. But, uh, um, oh, jeez that that it's just scary oh yeah it's totally, it's totally scary like you just something simple you just you don't know and you, something like that like a, a bruise or a cut or even a break you don't want to break but easily diagnosed you hate it's those unknown things that's absolutely. scary shit. it's really scary and we're on we're, i was like well we're going to the hospital dude and he's like you know we're driving there and he's like dad do, do i need a new heart i'm like oh fuck <laughs> I almost cried like a little baby. I was like, I was like, no, dude, yeah. you're good, you're good. We're we're just this is just precautionary. We need to just figure this out. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's uh, that was so that's probably been the no, most nerve wracking thing ever. And we're still waiting. We still got another couple weeks before we can see the cardio, the pediatric sure. cardiologist. So the. <laughs> I've got to address this. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, it's all good. So what you, what you the the knocking that you're hearing is uh, Tony's children. So yeah, that's what happens when I lock the door. They just bang on it relentlessly <laughs> until I open it. That's great. Uh, um, I'll probably leave part part of that in. Actually, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, by all means, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, that, you know, that's 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 what level with kids is right. <laughs> Interruptions. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, it's unpredictable. So, so luckily, I'm late enough where all mine are in bed. So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, what, so what age range is he? He's eight years old now. So the okay. the the nurse practitioner at the emergency room made me feel a little bit better. He says usually if the you know the kids have a heart condition at this point we already know about it. You know because yeah, you know you've it. been to the doctor several times. You know they check their heart sure. every time. I'm you know, trying that's to remember because my my wife's uh, younger brother he had like a heart murmur early on, but I, I was like way younger than that. So yeah, these he's hey, uh, like he's fine now. Like now he's fine. So I, I don't know. It's yeah, strange. a lot of those things kids will grow out of, you know, heart yeah, murmurs yeah. and stuff like that. And, you know, it just may be the fact that he has never pushed himself as hard as he mm. pushed himself. And it, and his, and he's tired and he's like, you know, out of breath, you know, that type of thing. So and they're constantly uh, growing and you don't know what's growing when it just yep. could be the perfect. Mi- and I wonder if it's not a little bit of like, could it just be as simple as dehydration? I like that's- Absolutely. Absolutely. That's scary shit too. Yeah, absolutely. The the only thing that like it was like at the beginning of practice, like that was the second yeah, time. That's like right, yeah. it was like it, like they barely made two laps around the mats. You know, and the mats are small. Mm. Like this is a small gym, um, but great gym. A gogi uh, wrestling club in Goffstown, New Hampshire. They're awesome. Uh, coaches are are fantastic. Uh, in fact, uh, they called me several times. You know, you know, inquiring about Maxwell, and so I. I, I love their gym. Uh, all the coaches are great. So, uh, and the kids are, are hilarious. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, no, um, so yeah, it, I would say out of, you know, the two broken arms, uh, I didn't really worry about the broken arms. It, like, you know, the small potatoes, uh, this heart things really, uh, yeah. I, I barely, I barely kept it together. I was supposed to be the strong one, and I was like, oh, yeah, I called no, my wife. Impossible. I called my wife. I like, I like, I like close the van door, and I'm like talking to her, and I'm like, I was like, yeah. I was scared, man. I'm like, I was like, I, I don't want to lose this little man. I, man, I love my kids. I would be, I would be devastated. So I try not yeah. to focus on that, and just trying to focus on, uh you know uh good outcomes positive outcomes you know get to the doctor hey, he you know he runs around like a crazy person right now so like and he's fine yeah. so i don't know why he's just wrestling with Drew. so but uh it, so you never know you can't predict like when these weird things are just gonna like present themselves but you know the only thing is like if there is something that's you catch it early and you catch it randomly yeah, because that's the only way you ever catch anything simple early before it becomes a big problem. You know? I mean, so he's gonna have he has to do a stress test, right? Like, how, yeah, is, yeah. how else is he? They're not gonna figure it out otherwise, I don't think. Yeah. Um, so, and those aren't uh, fun. I I've heard I haven't had to do one. I, yeah, I know they're not fun, done. but 
that's got to be different for pediatrics i imagine they probably i would think i would think i i I would imagine they probably just put him on a treadmill or something simple like that punch him in the stomach and just see how oh yeah just beat the ever-living shit (laughs) candy striper comes in (laughs) all right let's do this (laughs) is that a wooden spoon uh, yeah <laughs> that's old school. that's old school yeah so yeah i so i guess i lie like the first broken bone we had technically so jarek is one of the twins yeah so my oldest is striker he's almost eight he didn't even get sick until his first birthday like never got sick was never like nothing ever wrong with him until his first birthday he was sick for his first birthday with the twins so <laughs> Jarek technically has had two broken bones. Oh, Jesus. But I barely count it because when the twins were born, she actually went into labor with them. Yeah. And when Jarek came out, like his head was like sideways the way she had to like pull him out. Yeah. Like, he came out second because there was so much room now. He like got all like tungled in because they were <laughs> sharing a womb or they had two wombs in there. And yeah. now he's got all this extra room. He's sprawled out. So. She had to like turn him around, and when she pulled him out, like it like broke his collarbone. Oh, damn! Yeah, but I mean they're fucking like rubbery. Yeah, yeah, point. they're just not. And you don't yeah. know. Yeah, we didn't know. We just thought, oh, it's gonna be one of those crying kids. Great. Yeah. Oh no, he's crying because he's in pain. He's oh, miserable because his collarbone is healing. For, oh like, god! The first few weeks, we didn't know. But yeah, so Taven and Jarek, that was a fun pregnancy. And actually, that was a really easy pregnancy for twins. Like, she had a very easy pregnancy. The labor and the birthing, that wasn't nearly as easy. Would she really say the easy? Would she say that word? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, You know what? I tell you what. When you you interview my wife, we'll make this happen. (laughs) She can tell you the same story I'll tell you. You can get a different perspective. I'm sure I've already told it before, but the first pregnancy with Stryker, he was super easy. It was like literally two pushes, and he was out. Easiest pregnancy ever. The twins, ridiculously easy. Like, everybody, like, women were getting mad at my wife because they're like, this is bullshit. (laughs) Your wife shouldn't be this happy. Yeah, not with twins. She should be miserable. (laughs) Not with twins. And yeah, and she's got yeah. twins, and she's still happy, and no, no, like everything's fine. This is bullshit. Fuck you. <laughs> whatever, <daughter>. whatever. <laughs> with Vesper, that's when cravings kicked in. That's when she really got as she got bigger with Vesper. Wow. Than she did with the twins, and she was a lot more uncomfortable this last time. So I don't know if it's just because it was a girl. I don't know, but whatever. We hadn't had any broken bones up until a couple of weeks ago, except for the broken collarbone. But yeah a story that a lot of people don't even know like when we had our twins they came it wasn't too far off from the due date i'm trying to remember exactly right but it was pretty close and she went into labor like literally the night before i spent like an hour and a half like shampooing the carpet and i had all the couches and shit in the in the kitchen so for like a week (laughs) the fucking house looked ridiculous because we weren't here it yeah. was just there so she goes into labor at like 4am and she wakes me up and tells me I'm like oh shit I knew this was going to happen it's in the middle of February or at the end of February it's cold outside and we're in the middle of a blizzard and our hospital is in another town about 45 minutes away Jeez. because it's a really good hospital yep. with a really great pediatrician who I respect more than you can possibly imagine because our local hospital not a huge fan (laughs) most people are yeah that's beside the point so it's middle of snowstorm so we're driving and we're driving and it's getting worse and it's getting worse we i mean we had to grab striker throw him in the back seat strap him in get the pugs thrown back inside the house because i'm yelling at them and they're freaked out i'm scaring (laughs) them and we get going and we're driving and it's so slow because i can't see a damn thing light you know brights dims yeah fog, doesn't matter you can't see anything i can't see the lines on the road and she's like it's getting closer and closer contract i'm like oh fuck i don't want to tell her i don't want to tell her she's not gonna be able to take an epidural <gasps> yeah i'm not yeah. gonna say a damn thing that's just gonna put her over the edge i'm gonna be pushing this kid out on the side of the road we get there we get her inside and then they break it to her because she's not thinking that yeah. she's the nurse and she's not even thinking about it She's like, what the fuck? No, no. I'm like, no, no, you can do it. It's fine. It'll fine. be fine. She gets Taven out all natural, like a fucking warrior. Then they're like, okay, since they're in separate wombs, would you like a spinal 
fuck yeah, shoot me up, please. <laughs> so, like, with our first kid, nurse, push, stop pushing, let me get your doctor, doctor, push, plop, kid. That was it. Twins, we're in a fucking ER-style room. There's, like, 12 people in here. <laughs> They're everywhere. There's a woman sitting on the on a stool in the corner, like the bathroom attendant, yeah. with a box of Kleenexes. And I'm like, can I have a Kleenex? What? I assume that's why you're here? Because you, you're doing nothing. Am I paying you? Kleenexes. <laughs> Fuck. Give me a Kleenex. So they give her a spinal. She goes numb. And I mean, Jarrett coming out. Yeah, I can see why his collarbone broke, because it was awkward. But they oh. got him out. Very easy pregnancy. The birth, not so much, but everything else, fantastic. And I mean, we were in and out both these times actually all these times like the she's she's had very very good luck but with the twins since there were two of them it was a little early but not too terribly early if i remember right they were very susceptible to catching anything yes and they were really really cautious at first and like it was a day and a half and my oldest like however old he wasn't very old at the time and he's like they wouldn't even let him in the room right because we're still like gowned up masks and all whole nine yards when we would go see him and feed him and like he's hanging out with grandma outside the room like just looking through the window like <laughs> i want to see my fucking brothers come yeah, on what's going on finally gets in like a day and a half later to see him over the moon he's so happy because he's just great kid loves his brothers loves all his That's siblings awesome. yeah. great kid well he must have had a little sniffle so less than a month later i'm at work or no, the day before, like, Taven just, like, he's really off. And he's, like, wheezing. And he can't, like, cough. He can't, he just, he can't get, like, it's, like, phlegm stuck in the back of your throat, kind yeah. of. But we're talking about, like, a newborn here. like that. Yeah. I don't know about that. So she called. It's in the middle of the night. And she's like, okay, I don't like doing this, but she, watch this. And she, like, gives him a little pinch, which should make a baby cry. And he's like, ah. <laughs> She's like, this doesn't seem right. So yeah. she calls, and whoever she gets, just somebody who doesn't give a fuck, Ugh. right? On the other end of the phone, it's yeah. fine. Don't worry about it. You're overreacting. You just had a kid. Don't don't fret. She's like, okay, maybe you're right. She's like, I'm a nurse. I should know better. Maybe I am overreacting. The next day, I'm at work, and she calls me and says, he's like turning. He's like babies are supposed to be pink. He's not pink. He's not a good color. Fuck this. We're going in. I'm like, gone. Leave work. Meet her there. Less than five. I'm on my way. We're gone. And I'm looking at this kid. I'm like, oh my god, he looks horrible. Turn, turning blue. Is, it might as well have been. Yeah. We rate. I mean, we make that 45 minute drive in like less than 30 minutes. Yeah. We're hauling ass. So we go into like it's a children's clinic where our our pediatrician meets us. And they're both. We put both the car seats on. We get him out. He's like, he looks at Taven first because he's obviously way worse. And he looks him over real quick. He's like, okay. Looks at the looks at Jarek real quick, but not as closely because he can already tell. Yeah, but he's puts fine. him back. He's not fine, but he's not as bad. Yeah. And he's like, okay, so they're very sick. We're gonna get them rushed over to the hospital. We're like, oh, shit, okay. And then within a minute and a half, like the fucking SWAT team of ambulance <laughs> drivers are in the room and we're like oh, shell-shocked now because like these people rush in, we're strapping kids in. He's like, okay, Jarek's not as bad. If you want to put him in the car seat, you can drive him over. Tony, you ride in the ambulance with Taven over to the hospital. Lindsay, you follow over. And he's just very calm, very cool, very collected. That's good. Don't freak out. Yeah. So, and I'm sitting there riding shotgun in the ambulance. Just like, oh, oh. <laughs> What's happening? The gal driving it, she's just like trying to make me feel so much better about it. Yeah. Okay. We get in and it's, yeah, they take us to the ER. We go in and then they like basically just lay them both on a table, and it's just it's it's so weird because you've got like seven of them and they're all just like doing these tests and they're poking, prodding, testing, and we're standing there with our thumbs up our ass, just like in tears because we don't know what's going on. We know they're sick, we know yeah. they're in pain, we can't do anything for them. We just have to let them do their job. We feel completely helpless. We feel responsible. 
So we're like, okay, here, let's go just walk around for a minute, let them do their thing, and then we can come back. And oh boy. And, you know, we didn't know how severe it was. We didn't know how bad it was. We knew it wasn't good. We didn't know how bad it was, though. So we were back in like the NICU after this. Like they pumped them full of fluids and did this and did that or whatever. And, you know, they're both back in the NICU less than a month after being born. Like this isn't good. And Jared got through it pretty quickly he wasn't as bad but Taven yeah we easily could have lost him like, wow. if we waited any longer to take them in and yeah it's just it's so it's it's so weird like you're in that moment you're in that room you're watching all these people you don't know take care of your children because it, there's nothing you can do for them and you just have to put your trust because you are helpless in this moment oh, yeah, I was just going to say that it's just a helpless feeling it's just it's awful. awful yeah it's awful and you you've barely gotten to know these kids but it doesn't matter they're your kids and now you want to do nothing but protect them and you can't do shit yeah you're helpless and it is just as that's one of the worst feelings we've ever had you know and we luckily we were both there for it because otherwise i don't know how i would have i wouldn't have been able to handle it she probably would have been fine <laughs> I, I would have been a mess. Like I was a mess. Yeah. And she was trying to hold it together. And then she looks over at me and sees I'm not holding it together. And then <laughs> she loses. Oh, sorry. Let's go for a walk. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was, it was really, and not a lot of people know that because we don't, I don't know. You don't want to like broadcast. I know people personally in this town and other people in my life who are like every little thing that happens, whether yeah. it's big or not, are just going to, shove it down people's throats my kids this oh my god they had a cold once and they almost died okay fine. that's nice <laughs> that's great that's nice but, no i'm with you, you. Know. i i really i was i i'm i'm with you i i i debated on whether to share that story and uh but you know it's part of life and um oh, it's and part of the deal you it know, is you get, you it is become a parent I, it's gonna happen i really to some degree. i really don't think these fuckers know how much we care about them Oh, absolutely not. And, you know, and I, and I know it's cliche, but you become your parents. You find out how much, uh, you know, I care about you. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Now I feel horrible for being a bastard. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you find out later. Like, it, that's just it. You find out too late, and then you can't show your appreciation enough to your parents for being as strict as they were. And yep. Yeah. It, it's all cyclical. Yeah. And, and, that's, and that's another one of the great things about doing podcasts like this because and i know chickens talked about this before but like i hope my my kids like me enough to the point when they're older that they want to learn more about me when i wasn't an old yeah like, yeah whatever yeah yeah <laughs> you know and they can go okay what was he thinking when i was a kid and they can go back and listen to something like this and you know if Absolutely. Because when they're pissed at me when they're a teenager, I took the car away or took the phone away or said you're grounded, you know, and they can look back. Well, beyond that, I still love them. And that's and that's the thing, especially in, in moments like that when, when you feel helpless as a parent because through no fault of your own and just sheer chance, something goes wrong and there's nothing you can do about it but be there for them and love them and support them and try to get them what they need, like – it's those moments you you can't you can't get back so you've you've got to cherish it and yeah. you know I, I just yeah you're right like you want them to know how much you care for them yeah. but will they ever truly know <laughs> not until way later uh, not, when they have their own kids probably. not until i'm in a casket probably so <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's all yeah Fuck, nostalgia you had to wait till i'm dead yeah. that's a lot yeah. I guess yeah. he really did like me. Strange. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and uh, it's yeah, it's funny. Uh, um, I well, I don't. Know, I hate to. Do, I'm gonna bring it. I'm gonna bring it real down now. Uh, bring it down. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we've already done that. Telling so. my father, telling my father, I loved him. I I didn't do it enough, and uh, I did it a lot uh, right before he passed, and so. Um, and I had a lot of people telling me because we knew he had brain cancer for a long time. So it was not a, uh, it's not a, uh, wasn't a surprise. Like, you know, he's sure. like a week and he's gone. We, we knew, we knew for years. So it was good. I get to, we get to spend I don't a lot. That's worse or like, I, 
that's something I've always wondered. Like the people that lose people unexpectedly from something that awful. Like, is it worse being uh, drawn out? Or no. Is it- I, well, I guess uh, I guess it just depends, right? Like we had. We, sure. we had like three and a half, four good years with my father where he was. Which is fantastic. Yeah, they we, didn't give you that much. They didn't expect that much, did well, they? Well, they, yeah. They, when you we, when you get brain cancer, it's like, I, I, forget, I forget what the number is now, but it's it's not a good number. Like, it's not a good number of survival. Uh, but they they caught it early enough uh, where they scooped out a, a chunk of his brain. And, you know, and so and he had chemo and radiation and, and he recovered really, really well. So they said he, he they they actually said he was young for this disease. So yeah. that you know most most people that get it are significantly older. So um so I think that's why he he recovered well from the surgery and that type of thing. So so yeah, it was drawn out um but you're glad but then, it was because he wasn't miserable watching yeah. him just like tailspin. It was it wasn't like he was withering for four years. You know what that's, I mean? Like he that's good. Yeah. he was able to do stuff and 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 travel and you know and, and spend time with my mother and yeah. spend time with Oh god, you hate seeing that where the people are so far gone that they can't even like leave the, the hospital or their house because yeah. they have to be on bed rest. Yeah. And all you want to do in your last moments is like see the world or be with your loved ones. And especially these last few years with the COVID thing, the people that had to oh, pass yeah. on without any, that any was, support or love. Uh, that, was, that, was an, that was an abomination. Like that should, like Absolutely. Who, whoever made that rule, they should be drug out of the street and shot. Fuck it's unbelievable because you're, you're looking at somebody who's already been given a death sentence already that's already on the table yeah and now you're going to tell them that they can't even spend those last few you know days weeks whatever with the people that they want to see as oh and they then go. and then like, you can't and oh. then you can't have a funeral yeah oh yeah that's right <laughs> yeah so that's right we postponed those yeah, too. yeah. jesus just Christ. yeah it was that was gross that was i'm ugh. so glad i live where i live i can't imagine yep. what it was like further east where you are i cannot we're imagine. oh yeah we're surrounded by crazy in new hampshire oh, it's just God. surrounded by crazy yeah oh. uh yeah maine is just as bad as massachusetts and vermont so <laughs> it's, it's crazy the uh government anyway but uh yeah so my, stuff people gave up on a whim yeah unbelievable yeah didn't even blink an eye uh, I, uh, you know, that's funny that you say that. Cause I was thinking about, I, I made one post at the beginning of COVID and I said, if, if the government can shut your business down and force you to stay home, are you free? <laughs> no. And no one answered that question on Facebook. Yeah. I was really disappointed. No, the answer with is that. no. Yeah. Unequivocally. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Of course it's no, but then people, you know, people just ignore it and just be like, well, it's for the greater good. <laughs> See, yeah, like, it's just stupid. It, you it just, took me a long time to come around to that because it, uh, yeah, I get made fun of being the normie and whatever. But no, there, there's a reason I, I lean the way I do. And I definitely lean a lot further right in a lot of regards, and especially that one. Because once once the rights start blurring into that gray area and you're okay with it, and you don't think, why am I okay with it? Wait, I shouldn't be okay with it. If your like, rights, you have if to you're, do your own internal critical, yeah. If your rights are blurring, yeah. If you're sorry, I interrupted you. No, you're right. Um, no, if if your if your rights are blurring at all, then you you don't have them. It's not. Yeah, exactly. you know, it's just yeah. The the idea that the government can uh, just just declare a national emergency and then you lose your right to association, your right to assemble, your right to free speech. I mean, people were censored. Uh, I mean ridiculous it's so easy for them to make it seem so selfish that's the problem oh yeah yeah oh you just want to you just want a haircut you just want a haircut yeah it's so easy to push that you're being selfish you don't care about everybody else you're just being selfish they spun it so fantastically that they had me for a little bit in some regards but the other i'm like I'm not in a place where i have to worry about this too much yeah like there 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 was about a two-week stretch there like right into the beginning of summer where I was like, okay, this is kind of getting real. And it was an old like nineties country music star died from COVID allegedly. (laughs) And that was like the same week. Like everybody started taking it real serious and we're just like walking around our little town and literally everybody was doing the same thing. Like everybody was just like, no, I have to get out of the fucking house. We weren't really locked down either. That's the weird thing. No. I know. Nebraska didn't really lock down much except for the big areas. And my little town never really did. 
like essential worker what the fuck like literally almost everybody in town kept going to work yeah (laughs) masks it it took a long time for that to become but it was like a unanimous thing across town like everybody's like no i gotta get out and we we we're not gonna get real close but like we'll wave at each other from the street and sidewalk and that's fine yeah everybody was being like cool about that but it was like all at the same time we all just like started walking around the neighborhood it's a nice day but you could tell everybody's kind of like uneasy and on edge and then within a month we all went back going yeah no no nobody needs to fucking worry about this we, uh, we were like freaked out for a second but no let's remember why we weren't freaked out to begin with and i'm glad it didn't get nuts nuts here like some places in nebraska yes but in, in reality world not lincoln or omaha well we, i we, we all pretty much we were fine uh, we had a fourth of july barbecue so we <laughs> we we didn't care at all so i my i i should i should read my uh my uh invite i basically said like you're an adult you make yeah. the decision if you know we're not going to mask here so yeah. if you're uncomfortable with that don't don't come yeah like, uh, you, first... you, you want to choose that that's fine like i'm not yeah. I'm not gonna make fun of you but um i want to but i won't <laughs> i won't so um but no it's just and this is how we should be treated as a society you Absolutely. you're an adult i'm an adult if you decide yeah. to go out, you're risking certain things. And this is on a daily basis, even without yeah. a pandemic going on, right? Like you can step on the sidewalk, get hit by a bus. You're risking certain things to go outside, be yeah. a free person, and associate with other people. And you're if also you free- live in a bubble. You can live in a bubble. Absolutely. That's your own personal choice. Absolutely. But you can't, and it go it goes back on to the social norms now. It's the same thing now because you you can do what you want to make yourself happy, whether it's ma- wearing a mask, wearing a dress whatever but i shouldn't have to change my life to make you feel more comfortable about yours we can both be individuals and make our own selves happy because that's that's freedom when you have to make me change my way of living just so you can feel whatever it is you want to feel no then then freedoms are starting to be taken away and it's not selfishness it's not racism it's not homophobia it's just why why do i have to change my lifestyle because you're freaked out about something that may or may not be a pandemic or or whatever because it's for the greater good and yeah that that was the thing that finally got me i think COVID is what finally like pushed me way over the center line (laughs) you know like just because yeah like when when a phil koe is telling you about freedoms and rights and he says it in his filled koe way you're like yeah, you kind of sound like an asshole when you say it that way <laughs> but when we're like just sitting here talking about it, you're like no that makes way way more sense and yes that's true but i don't like your delivery yeah. <laughs> you sound you sound too much like rush limbo over there i don't know if i like that my wife said she can't listen to him <laughs> I said, I think my wife is one of the only people that can. Yeah, she loves Phil. I, and I don't know why. I love Phil. I love Phil. We don't. Phil and I have have had had at it a couple of times, you know. So it, it it is what it is. And like, no, His I love. Piss off everybody. Oh yeah. I, oh no. I just he doesn't piss me off, but I just disagree with some of the way he interprets the Constitution. It's, it's if you can take it in stride because he's completely wrong. Not go. I never want to see that motherfucker again. Then you're good. Once you get past that, once you know he's just trying to set you off, it's fine. Like, he was even trying to do it today over the fucking almond milk. Like, <laughs> come on. At this point, like, I'm just having fun with you. We have a personal chat with all the guys from Big Bucket and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the the hot topic of the day, or really, the Still. like, the last three weeks is, like, almond milk. Because Years. because according to the farmer, Phil, it is not, <laughs> this is not real milk. <laughs> It's damnation and sin to have almond milk. How dare you take away from the milk producers of the dairy farms across these great nifty fifty United States? How dare you take money out of their pocket, good sir? I say to you, where do you find a nipple on an almond? You will not find it. You cannot harvest milk from an almond. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. something like that yeah that, that sounded just like phil really yeah so did a lot doing more for like baptist yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Same vein. yeah. <laughs> it was a southern baptist but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah it 
I know. I just I don't like the way he interprets the Constitution. Sometimes it gives the he, the way he does it. Unfortunately, yeah. he doesn't realize that it gives the government more power than he should be giving it, yeah. and it's just it's uncomfortable sometimes. I'm like, you don't see this? Like you're smart. Come on, man. Come on. It, it so. is. That's that's the frustrating part. Like when you see something that's like there's an interpretation here that you're not quite seeing because yeah. you don't want to see it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the, when I'm like, I get frustrated with it, and I'm like, yeah, but maybe that's what you want so i'm gonna try not to get frustrated because you're doing it intentionally because you know you're wrong (laughs) well he definitely there's a lot of times when he knows he's fucking wrong but he ain't going back yeah doesn't matter how well i mean he definitely loves to egg you on for sure like i mean like yeah he's prodding you he's prodding you constantly so yeah he lives for Uh, it but Oh, all right, Normie. I this is we we. I don't we 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 started on. Uh, I don't even remember what we started on. We went to kid injuries and then attendance that smelled like yeah, smelled like urine. Hotel, hot tub, uh, bartenders. Yeah, this has been a cornucopia episode for sure. So, all right, man. Tell tell everybody where they can find you. You can find me over at Linktree slash Big Buckin for the Dog and Chicken Show, Hazard Analysis, Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast, uh, KOE Nation, all the Big Buckin Empire shows. So many, so many. And yeah, TikTok, Tony the Rod. It's very simple. Uh, and yeah, if you think China's spying on you, they, they absolutely are. And if you want to keep using TikTok, well, God bless you. I'm still over there sometimes turning up videos. <laughs> Go find that Chinese Tony fucking G. Find it. Find it. Find it. All right, folks. Uh, you know how to get old. Be brother at dad's www.com. You can, if you're watching this video, you can see my little headline there at your politics sucks on Twitter. <laughs> and uh, that's, that's my fun page. I just make fun of Kamala Harris and Joe Biden and all the other stupid politicians out there, uh, including, well, if orange man were on there, I'd make fun of him as well. So um, I'm on truth now. It's way better. It's, it's way, way better. better. <laughs> that's where I go. Make fun of Jane. Um, <laughs> I had uh, on sanctimonious. <laughs> Or you, if, if you can't stand me, hate mail at dadsww.com. So head head over to Facebook, head over to Instagram, head over to Twitter, and check us out, dadsww. And we're, uh, oh, for that's uh, Facebook and Twitter. And then dadsww podcast on Instagram. All right, Scrolling folks. Scrolling at the bottom. Hope yeah. everybody's watching this on video. Yeah, because I'm sure I will edit this and put it on YouTube. <laughs> absolutely eventually i'll make one of my kids learn to do it a year later yeah (laughs) yeah classic episode of dad's worldwide (laughs) this has been a great episode man it was a lot of fun so we made people laugh we probably made someone cry and we most definitely made someone a better parent thank you sir thank you for coming on and all you folks have a fantastic I don't know, day, evening, morning, whenever you listen to this. Later. Dads Worldwide. Loyal listeners, possibly you. you.